0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Well, today is a very special day for the seniors. And this Mass is no a special Mass, it's a Mass, really, of the day. So the readings are the readings of the day, and yet it's a very special day for the seniors. It's not a valedictory day, by sermon, but nevertheless an important day. So what I've tried to do is to uh, mix the readings of today with the, uh, the celebration that we celebrate today in as well. And we do so for the seniors, and it's uh, kind of ironic looking here in this very empty chapel and seeing no no seniors here at all, and yet in your, in your absence you're more visible. That is, you remind us constantly that we should keep you and uh, your future in our special prayers. Now, when we look at the Gospel of today's Mass, we see that Jesus, in giving his commandment to his intimate friends, love one another as I have loved you, which was the Gospel of yesterday. And this particular chapter 16 really is a reflection on Jesus' part of the relationship between the vine dresser and the vine and the various branches on the vine. And that is to say that he tries to emphasize the fact of our union uh, with the Father and our union with Him uh, and with one another. And so yesterday he told us, Love one another as I have loved you. And yet today he tells us at the same time now, because you do not belong to the world and I have chosen you out of the world, the world hates you. It seems to me that there could be a kind of addiction there, at least uh, something which is uh, uh, not really balanced. But he loved the world, didn't he? Didn't he come to save the world? Always living the invisible presence of his Father, he was also present to the world And it was because of his love for the world, and for those in the world, that he was hated and persecuted. Now there is a pertinent lesson here, especially for you graduates. So let us say briefly what it is. You are leaving the institution that prides itself on its advertising publicity slogan, Truth Matters. But you are entering a world where the origin of truth is not from God, because for a growing number of people, God does not exist. The result is Chesterton's observation that the first effects of not believing in God is that you lose your common sense. And isn't that obvious in the world today? Judge for yourselves. It is a common belief in the world today that I was born male, and I want to be female, and so I'm a female. If I was born female and want to be male, I'm a male. All physical and scientific evidence to the contrary, notwithstanding, I am what I want to be. I am who I uh, I define myself as being. I am the creator of my own truth. And it's for this reason that abortion simply means the removal of unwelcome tissue from a woman's body. Marriage is what I want it to be. This is what Jesus means by the spirit of the world. It is the denial of truth. I am the truth, as he said. So to deny deny the possible existence of truth is to deny him. So much for some of the philosophical and social consequences you graduates will have to meet, that with a brief nod of recognition to the high economic hurdles that are before you, I'll pass on briefly to these spiritual truths. Jesus' command his followers was, Go, make disciples of all the nations. He did not direct the statement only to priests and missionaries. He wants all of us to be witnesses to the truth of the gospel. And never before were young laymen like yourselves needed so urgently to carry on that particular command. The organization Fellowship of Catholic University Students, the acronym of which is FOCUS, stresses this need and in its promotional literature it cites the Pew Research Center that finds that, first, only 30% of the Americans who were raised Catholics are still practicing Catholics. Second, almost 80% of those who leave the church do so before the age of 23. And thirdly, the fastest-growing religious demographic in the United States today are people who list their faith as unaffiliated. This is the world that you graduates are now entering. How to respond. During his life, Jesus lived in total union with his Father, and he was completely involved in the world about him. He is your model. Total union with the Father and complete involvement in the world about you. To be a Savior along with Him, learn to encounter God in your intimate relationships with Him through prayer and the sacraments. And because you are the generation of hope for the Church, you must learn to share your hope and your joy with others, especially in professional and social encounters with your peers. Have recourse daily to the Blessed Virgin, asking her to make intercession for you and your endeavors in this regard. Finally, in the first reading of our Mass today, there is a lesson that might help you see the vocation to be missionaries of Christ that Christ calls you to be. After some hectic experiences, Paul had a vision of a Macedonian begging him to come to Macedonia to be a missionary there. Paul did, no big deal. Nothing of long-lasting results seemed to him at the time to be noteworthy. It was only later on that the consequences of this going out of his way were seen. It was the first time the gospel was brought to Europe, and we know what the gospel has done for Europe and for our civilization. A minor detail, a minor instance that had extraordinary consequences that the people of the time were not aware of. So here is the lesson. You be to those 70% born, raised Catholics who no longer practice their religion, to your peers that make up 80% who have left the church, and to the numerous nuns out there whom you will meet. With Jesus, often repeat the words in the communion antiphon of today's mass. Father, I pray for them that they may all be one in us, so that the world may believe it was you who sent me. And then, like Paul, step back and let the Holy Spirit do the rest. In the name of the Father, of the Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. And congratulations, and God bless each and every one of you.